Guys, welcome back to the Physique Factory podcast. And today we've got a very special guest on. Uh, without this guest, I don't think we'd be Physique Factory. That's how me and Connor sort of like met. So today we've got Michael Golden on from Integra Education. Michael, do you want to um, dive in and tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, uh, a couple of years ago, I set up a dating app called Integra Education where it was enabled us to kind of bring these two guys together, which was which which brings me full of joy. Yes, um, all right. That's <laughs> it. Um, so so the, uh, I started in the industry in the 90s and... I started in the industry in my home city of Leeds, and at some point between then and now, I moved to London and opened a personal training studio and built a team and started teaching workshops, and we, we are kind of here right now. Um, so, so that's the kind of the, 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 the approximate timeline. Um, what do you want to know? I always get really awkward about speaking about me. I'd rather speak about exercise or something like that i've always wondered you know like um james and myself we got into training because of our kind of physique based goals was that something that you ever chased or what was it that got you into you know training in the first place um i got uh i went to the gym with my uncle when i was like 10 and at that time he was actually taking me to, to i was playing football i was playing rugby um and then he took me to the gym and he took me to to the boxing club and so they were kind of like my four sports when I was like 10 and kind of like going through my teenage years. And, and really, it, it, that, that was the start. So the, the gym at that point was, you know, I want, I want bigger arms. You know, I'm 10. Like, it, it really is just kind of like I'm looking around in the gym and I want to kind of look like that guy. You know, I want to, I want to get bigger. I want to kind of be stronger. I want to be more confident. I want to make sure that when I'm walking around my kind of, you know, rough neighborhood for that, you know, if I get involved in a fight, I can actually defend myself. Like that's 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 the reality, isn't it? You know, that's that's my reality. Um, but over the years, it's definitely there's definitely a performance thing. There's definitely a longevity thing. There's definitely a physique thing. Um, I've never had an interest in stepping on stage. It's just not that's not what I'm passionate about. I'm really passionate about helping people who step on stage and kind of how can we bring out the the, the last one percent of performance like that. That is. That's exciting to me. But for me to do that, it's not really, that's not been my passion. It really is, you know, performance and living a good life and and looking good while I'm doing that. How did you get into like, the education sort of stuff? It, it was really, that was probably in the early 2000s. And, and I've always done studying and I've always gone and done courses all around the world and um, when online courses became more popular, then I was kind of trying to kind of, you know, find as many answers as possible. And, and I just set up study groups. So I was doing these study groups in, in my first studio. Um, this is like the third kind of move of the studios. Yeah, I was just, I just set up study groups and we were just looking at particular topics and we were just kind of diving into to, to, to looking at programming or looking at, you know, anatomy or looking at, I don't know, let's build a different version of a squat and then it just it's just kind of built from there mushroom from there and then we started doing you know two-hour workshops and then four-hour workshops and then it was a full day and then it was a six day and now it's a one year long uh you know integral lab that that, that that we're all doing together which is which is super cool for me because it's just it's this constant iteration 
So, I mean, just in case anyone doesn't know, me and Connor met at Integra Education. We're doing the um, one of the first courses. Was it the foundations back in uh, last year? Yeah, I think it was. A, it was one of the the older older workshops. Definitely, definitely was not on a dating app. <laughs> no. Dating app for people that like moment arms. <laughs> but yeah, then you better... I know some people get excited by that. And then it was like the RTS stuff that we're doing. And then now there's the Integra uh, Project Lab that has gone on to. Yeah. Really, really cool. I mean, you built like a community, which is pretty cool. And you've, you've um, you brought a lot of people together and you've made a lot of people's like services and businesses just grow. Which is really cool. But but in reality, I've done nothing. I've just, you know, there, there's just like a, um, you know, a, a framework or a platform or just a you know an environment it's it's really the individuals in there that contribute to that community the individuals in there like you and connor that have that have actually dived in and you've helped each other and you've brought your questions you brought your answers and you've gone away and you've actually done lots of work and you built your own businesses that's the um it's it's nice to uh be a part of that it's nice to be a part of that community but you definitely can't do that as a as a as a as an individual. It's it's the collection of those individuals, and okay. and, I'm, and I'm stressing that because it is that, you know, I um I think the people who turn up and the people who are turning up to the Integra Lab calls, just as an example, or the Anatomy Lab calls, it's the work that they do away from here that that is the make or break between someone actually getting really good results from this information, or someone going away and, and actually. You know, there are people that have not got good results from this. I think it's just putting everything together when we come back to that call each week. I mean, what we've explored and then it helps just like glue it together and found yeah. our understanding of it. Yeah. If my missus ever listens to this, she'll be like cursing you, Michael, because every night it's like sitting on Ken Hub trying to remember some foot anatomy <laughs> at the minute. <laughs> I mean, when we're saying about like the business then, um, I think exercise mechanics it's definitely improved the service in my business and that's how I've been like got more clients able to retain more clients charge more so I think there's loads of people like who ask and the coaches they want to know like how can they improve the business I definitely recommend going down the integra route and learning exercise mechanics because it just improves the client's experience a lot yeah yeah it's it's at, at the end of the day why are people coming to you so, so for sure they're paying for results they, they, they want results but and you know in reality they're not going to get results on day one. They're not going to get results on day, you know, 30. The, the results are going to come from being really consistent for the next six, 12 years. Um, you know, it's that, it's that consistency and it's this consistency of the, of the exercises and the stimulus. If someone comes in and they just really dislike what, what they're experiencing, you know, if the exercises don't fit them, you know, you're trying to fit them into this predetermined protocol or this predetermined exercise, they're not going to stick it out. You know, if we can build something that's for them that just feels perfect, it's kind of like we're, 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 we're the equivalent of bespoke tailors. This suit just feels like it's perfect. And I'm going to rave about this suit and I'm going to tell everyone where I bought it from because, you know, it's not from wherever, you know, off the peg sort of thing. And that's, that's, that's kind of why I, oh, I think about exercise that's how i think about personal training like if this is personal how do we make this personalized how do we make this just perfect for, for the individual 
I mean, there's a lot of copy and paste jobs out there, isn't there? And like most personal trainers like I've seen, it's just all, oh, I've got this off Instagram or I've seen someone else do it and they're not focusing on that client and their needs. Yeah. And, and I definitely, uh, um, sorry, Michael. I definitely remember a time not that long ago that I was like maybe doing like a deadlift with a client or something. And, you know, it just, it didn't look right. And, you know, I was kind of saying to them, like, well, not saying to them, but thinking, what is wrong with you? Why can't you do this? And like now, obviously, I understand that. But, you know, it wasn't so long ago that was the case. And through learning this stuff, obviously, you begin to see what you've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like nutrition, isn't it? That nutrition, you know, um, we can tell someone not to have a Mars bar and not to eat cheesecake and, and drink tequila. Um, but ultimately, it's not, they, they, it's not a lack of it's not a lack of knowledge. You know, it's actually a more to do with something on the emotional side, the psychological side. There's, there's something about their behavior that, that's driving them to eat the Mars bar or the, drinking the tequila that, that is actually stopping them achieving their results. So actually, I was kind of stood back here and going, you're bad because you didn't eat this. Actually, maybe the program that we've put in place is not good for them. Maybe the, the environment that we're helping create with them is not going to help them get results. And we can look at that thing where like you taught us about like the rules of exercise saying oh like the bar should touch your chest and all that sort of stuff it's it relates to that doesn't it where there's set rules when you're doing your pt course and it says right this should be like this this should be like that and you're not paying attention to how the individual moves and the joints and all that sort of stuff that we yeah. learn in Segura, but it's definitely and, 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 but, but if, you know because i went through that process as well and i followed those rules and the thing that led me to this point and seeking out individuals mentors teachers that could help me kind of deconstruct all of these exercises was that i was following the rules and for some people it really worked and then some people it just didn't and i couldn't understand why like connor with the deadlift it's kind of like i, I can see this deadlift it doesn't look quite right but i'm not sure why and if we just follow the rules if we follow the rule book well this client's going to be the one that loses out and so that, that's why it's how do we transition away from, from following the rules to, to actually understanding these things that we're putting together? It's getting that awareness with like coaches and trainers and to dive a little deeper into stuff and hmm. get that understanding of it. So who, um, who would you say has been some of the biggest influences on you then, Michael, within the fitness industry? Mm, number one is definitely my clients because they're my greatest problems in my life and my greatest teachers and they're, they're the ones that are driving you know if I, if I want to be able to deliver this to this person then it's driving me to go look in the books over there or go speak to people so it's definitely the clients but then on top of that the you know tom purvis who is, is the founder of the resistance training specialist organization he's been a huge influence and i've been teaching for rts for well over a decade now. Um, then you've got uh, Jacques Taylor. Um, uh, he's been really influential in terms of, you know, that we've got the exercise, we've got the exercise mechanics, but actually understanding the mind and the neuroscience and kind of how all that comes together when we're, when we're training clients. He's been huge for me there. And he's, you know, both of those individuals are still my teachers to this day where I'll kind of, you know, send them an email, I'll pick up the phone and kind of ask them more questions. And they're, they'll always invariably kind of send me off to kind of go find the answer somewhere else. But that's, those are, those are two of the biggest ones for me. 
Tom's almost like this um, mythical legend sort of thing. Like you hear a lot of people mention him, but you know, he's, he he doesn't seem to be on social media or anything like that. You know, he's just like a, yeah, as I say, like this mythical kind of creature sort of thing. He this guy has, hiding with all the answers. He has zero. Uh, he's got a zero desire to be on social media. It's, and and that's that's where if we're learning on social media, if that's where we're spending most of our time kind of gathering information, you've got, and, and he's not the only one, there's a bunch of these individuals that are just, they're just outside of our periphery. They're offline. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, been, he's been in the industry for a long, long time. Before social media. A long time before social media. I gathered from those RTS videos, um, exercise professional, he does not like social media one bit. <laughs> I, 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 I think like any platform you can find or, you know, the good stuff and, you know, it also gives a voice to the, to the, uh, to the many. And so there's, there's, there's lots of, there's lots of chatter, there's lots of noise and, and there's lots of distraction. You know, if you think about us, if we're trying to kind of figure something out, the reason why I moved the Integra Lab um, forum to a private app is because if we were to put that onto one of these social networks, it invariably will suck us into to something else. It's just there's, there's so much noise. And if we're trying to, to do some deep work, we need to figure out, well, how can we really stay focused? So, I mean, there's like there's so many like sound bites in the, on social media, isn't there? And yeah, <laughs> I'll leave it at yeah. that. And, and, and it's, really, it's really easy to throw opinions out, isn't it? It's really... You know, even for us, it's, it'd be really easy to throw opinions out and depending on how, how we look or depending on how we sound or, you know, that the, the, there might be a hint of truth in there. And it's just, I think I think the biggest challenge, yeah, there's a challenge for us as an industry in terms of how we learn information, but the biggest challenge is our clients. Yeah, We, 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 we now have a role um, and we do with our clients here, we have a role, we become the filter. Our clients send us stuff, go, what do you think of this? You know, and it's kind of like you've got to kind of help them because part of our role is educating our clients. We've got to help them learn how to filter. And uh, the answer is it depends if they ask us a question most of the time, isn't it? Yeah. Who are you talking about? What's the goal? <laughs> I think that's a big thing, though. Like, I know personally when I go to post on social media and, you know, you've maybe made up a post explaining something, you're like, well, technically it's true, but, like, in what situation or in a different situation you could be saying something different and then it gets to the stage it's like right i need to post something out there but yeah you can't be i suppose you can't be right for everyone all the time because it's always going to depend on like you guys are saying like you you know the who the goal what they've got available things like that that's it i think like when we when we post it's more well when i post is just to get it helps me learn and get like understand things a little bit more because i'm actually writing something and putting something out there i'm trying to like apply it that's why I like, yeah, that's why I like posting this stuff. But again, you just don't know who's going to um, look at that post or make something of it. I don't know. And, and, and that's so, so, so when our clients send stuff to us, you know, we, we don't tend to kind of go, that's good or bad. We just try to kind of go, how would this apply to you? Yeah. And, and, and because it is, you've only got, I think, 1,800 characters or something like that. You're supposed to write. You're not going to write for every you know specific context and that's that's the problem with social media 
But as long as we know that, you know, it really is kind of, this is, we're, we're delivering sound bites. As long as we know that, and as long as we know we shouldn't be learning, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe okay, someone, someone's posted some research. Oh, that's pretty interesting. I'm not going to listen to anything they say. I'm going to go look at the research and kind of figure it out myself. Yeah, like use, use it as kind of like that type of news feed. That's, that would be kind of cool. It's like a notification, um, then you go and explore it. Yeah, yeah. It's when uh, I've heard people say, um, this, is, uh, this is the way, you know, kind of Mandalorian style, this is the way. And they go, because this person said it, and I'm kind of going, I'm on the phone to this person, and that person definitely didn't say that. And it's like, you know, it's, it's like we, we, we're now kind of, you know, seven stages removed from the original source of someone said something. It's like, oh, no. Nah. People almost hear what they want to hear sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. that James thing, isn't it? Hmm. Well, there's kind of almost like these two camps now online as well. It's like the people who say, you know, don't yeah, complicate it, stick to your bench, squat, deadlift. And then there's the other camp that are, you know, almost maybe even taking the mechanics side of things too far by, you know, putting a band or a daisy chain on everything, isn't there? There's like that kind of... And then there's, another, there's another four camps in that camp. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely see people kind of almost taking sides in this kind of thing. But where, where do you kind of fall on that, Michael? You know, what what do you kind of think of the people that say, you know, don't overcomplicate it. You know, this great bodybuilder, Arnold Schwarzenegger, just done this. So, you know, it clearly works. What 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 would you say to those sort of people? I, I, I agree with all of them. Absolutely. Don't do anything. You've got Arnold's encyclopedia behind you there, don't you? That's it. That's it. It's, it's, it's like somewhere up there. Yeah. It is actually right there, right in the middle. It's just taking pride of place next to Super Training by Melsef. Mine's um, the, mine's the, where is it? Mine's, oh, there it is. <laughs> I can't say I own that one personally. Yeah. Maybe I'm messing yours, yours, is, yours is next to joint structure and function. That's, that's, it just, you know, we, we, we're kind of balancing it out, right? <laughs> um, you, who are we talking to? Like that's, 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 you know, who are we talking about? Who are we talking to? Um, you know, when I have my meeting with my accountant, he needs to keep it simple with me. I do not care about any of the mechanisms of accounting or bookkeeping. It's like my eyes glaze over. That's it. I'm, I'm done. I, I just I just don't care. And all I want to know is how much money have you saved me this year? Have you saved me a multiple of how much I pay you? That's what I want to know. That's it. That is the single most important metric. So for... In that context, keep it simple with me. But my accountant, I am paying him the money to ensure that he is figuring out the most interesting, most complex ways to alleviate, you know, what I need to pay. That's that's it. And so if we're talking about professionals, we're speaking to professionals, well, let's get into some detail because we're not working with Ford Fiestas here. That I've got this big kind of like manual that we can kind of, you know, understand the engine. We're dealing with the human body. And once the human body is gone, it's gone. Uh, you can't that, replace that. That gets me on about like speaking to professionals and working with like fellow personal trainers and all stuff like that. And I get branded of when I'm working is, oh, you're just overcomplicating stuff. I mean, that's from like other trainers. 
And as I was saying before we got on this call was when uh, what we did like adjusting like the profile on the, the adductor machine. So I got the, the daisy chain attached it there and I was pulling it through to get the drop off. And then like these other people, these other trainers, they're watching me and they're thinking was like, what are you doing? You're overcomplicated. It's like, you're like you're walking a dog. And it's like, oh, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> which, which it kind of does, doesn't it? And it kind of looks a little silly. You know, it just looks that kind of, you know, it's a little bit ridiculous with the way that we set up certain exercises. You know, we have a private studio, so it's quite nice when we get people doing really silly looking things. You know, we've got a professional bodybuilder that comes here and he does this really stupid thing here. He would never do that in, in this other facility. And that's okay. That's okay. That's just, that just is what it is. Um, is there a purpose to what you're doing? Is there a rationale? Like, is there a specific outcome or a specific adaptation that that client is going to receive? And if there is, then it's legitimate. If, and, and we, we, we definitely see this, if it's just you're complicating things because you want to appear to be more intelligent or you want to appear to be different and there's no rationale, then... You need to get the fuck out. It's like, just like, like that, that's, 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 you're not being a professional now. All you're doing is you're just kind of going on to Instagram and going, oh, this person puts the, the thick green band on here. I'm going to do the same for everyone. I'm going to do for Mark, who's 25, and I'm going to do for Mary, that's like 205. Yeah, that's a lot of people in the industry, and they're just getting daisy chains, bands, and throwing them on every client that walks through the door. And then, again, like you said, it's that scenario, like specific thing who who's in front of you and what's the goal yeah i think yeah. the big thing with that too is like you might have a, an exercise that might be more optimal for example you know it might be like a line cuffed lateral raise for example but then it comes back to the who it's like does this person really want to be doing lying cuffed laterals or would they prefer doing a dumbbell lateral raise would that make them feel a bit less stupid or a bit more normal if you know what i mean and a bit more confident yeah. in their environment and and you know, going back to the basics, if, you know, what, what, what is the basics? So the basics for taking a client through a session is that you can actually teach them or cue them with the most minimal amount of words to be able to control the movement. That's it. That's like number one. If you can't teach and cue control, you've got no right to be putting daisy chains onto stuff. And then from there, you know, if the goal is to create change, what you want to do is actually maintain tension on muscle, which comes under the control. But if you can't get that client to be able to control, you know, the, the, the appropriate amount of resistance, the appropriate amount of loads, if you can't take them through that, why are you manipulating all of this stuff? You're overcomplicating things now. So, so that's, that's why I'm, I'm kind of, there are some people that overcomplicate things but the rationale is not to improve the experience and the outcome for the client. It's because it looks good. And that, that's, that's not really ethical. That's not really professional. Um, and if they've kind of bypassed the basics of actually, can the client control this? Then they're losing. The client's losing. Yeah, there's always got to be a reason and an understanding of why we're doing that with a client. I made a post yeah. last week on Instagram about saying stop overcomplicating stuff and why would you like do a 
cable cuff lateral with Doris, who's 80 or whatever. But then I had a client in this morning and um, it was like the second session in the gym. And then she's not really done any training much before, but I had her doing like a cable cuff lateral just because she had a broken wrist and she couldn't hold the dumbbell and it applied to her really well. And we wanted to strengthen up all the muscles around the shoulder joint. So so that's who it applied to. That's my reasoning behind it. And it, it lined up with her goals. So that's why I do that with that type of client. Again, it's just that scenario specific thing. That's it. So it's, it's understanding all of the rules of exercise, meaning the physics, understanding positions and motions and understanding resistance and resistance profiles and support and thinking about effort and intention. Like thinking about all of those variables, you've got all of those variables now, now build a recipe for the client, build a recipe for, you know, their expectations, their goals, what do they have available? Like how, how can we build something that's perfect for them? And so it's, 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 it's really about how do we bring the client to be the focus of what we're doing? And so for some of our clients who come in here, doing that cuff lateral raise is really important. For some of our clients, doing that hip machine is really important for their goals. For some of them, it's doing squats. It, it really is. They're all tools. And you're pulling in the tool that's based upon the client, and and, and it's and it's really uh, the challenging thing with that. It's really important, but the challenging thing with that is how do you do that so it's efficient? Uh, we have a, um, a a specific test here. It's called the water cooler test. Can you walk the five meters to the water cooler and back again? And can I set up the exercise in that time? Like if I'm taking 20 minutes to set up an exercise, then I need to be given a refund to clients who are hanging around. Like this has got to be full on, a relative high intensity, efficient, no waiting around. Like it's, we've got to we've got to pack the work in. Definitely, that's cool. I mean, I do that with. I've sort of took that away from. Um, you and like applied it to my own clients. I just say, right, get steps up and down the gym, and that's like hitting one goal. They're moving a little bit more, and then when I'm setting something up, they're still moving. So it's yeah, it's how it works. So, like, yeah. I don't know if you like use anything like that with your clients. Not so much. Like I, I work in quite a small studio, but um, can still make it work. To be honest, I've never I've never even thought about that before. So that's actually a really really good idea. And um, I tend to I tend to use a lot of, like supersets and things like that anyway, just to again be efficient. We've only got like one, two hours a week, three hours sometimes with our clients. So you, you do want to make the most of that, that time. And as you say, not spending the time setting up a particular exercise just to kind of make ourselves look smart and important and things like that. That's it. I think, I think one thing that, that, that might be relevant, you know, about that, keep it simple, don't overcomplicate, let's overcomplicate, you know, simple's not good. And, and this kind of backwards and forwards, it's like, uh, let's take a step back from that and just see, see it as tools. Um, but how are we measuring success? So how, how does the client measure success? Well, if they're coming to you for a fat loss goal, well, that's really clear. So are you actually measuring that? If they come to you for a strength goal, are you measuring that? You know, we could keep on going on, on in terms of how to measure the goals. How are you measuring the progress between sessions? Like if, 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 if you're not making notes on your sessions, if you're not keeping records, if you're not actually being mindful of actually the success of your intervention, then we're, we're, we're just kind of making things up. We're just kind of winging it. Uh, 
That doesn't mean don't be flexible in terms of winging, but at some point you've got to have a justification that I did this and this was the outcome. Yeah, they want to see what they're paying for at the end of the day, don't they? I mean, even if if their goal is something that you agreed for that is long term in like twelve months, they want to see all these like little goals that they're achieving along the way to get to that like the the big outcome. So you've got that big outcome goal, but but do you have like a quarterly goal? And in that quarterly goal, do you have some key performance indicators? And so and so breaking it all down so you can actually go actually I can justify what I'm doing here because look in this last month this has been the improvement. I've seen a change in this range of mobility or I've seen a change in this force output. You're now able to, I don't know, deadlift a thousand kilograms, whatever it is. But if you're, the, the conversations about what intervention should we use, it's kind of like, let's see the results because that's, that's what we're kind of selling, right? Yeah. That's cool. The experience and the results. So it becomes a bit of a moot point. It's like, it's one of those conversations where it's like, you know, someone's opinion, whether you overcomplicate it or you, you know, simplify it or whatever it is, it's like, well, this is, this is, I, I feel really happy in myself that what I'm doing is actually making an impact to this person's life. Here's the proof. I think the number one thing, again, like you said, is results that's going to like sell our service and, provide those and it's like planning it out so set that roadmap out for a client over like quarters mm. like i just said then and i think that's really helped me retain clients so up to mm. that 12 weeks think right what's next what's next keep going and show them what what they've achieved along the way yeah and going back kind of going back to that a little bit like um you know people are very black and white and they like to make kind of broad statements you know either side of the spectrum and it's like I don't think people like that uncertainty that the answer sometimes just somewhere in the middle. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's uncomfortable, isn't it? It's, it's like, like this gray area. Yeah. And like, you know, you, you can have a balance. Like you can be the guy that goes and deadlifts super heavy and, you know, really trains hard with a barbell, but you can also go do cuff lateral raises next. And I'd say I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, that, the, if we if we think about us as individuals, we we that there are certain certain things we value, and we've got these. Uh, there's a communications expert called Kathy McDonald, and she talks about these core emotional concerns. And one of those core emotional concerns is is belonging. We want to belong to something, and you know if you've got the client, <clears throat> we have these clients that come here that that. They, they want to get better at CrossFit. And so they come to us and they do what we call phase two. And phase two is we, we build the body, we build the strength and the resilience and the mobility and all of the, the variables that mean that when they go back to play their sport of CrossFit, they're phenomenal. It's kind of like the footballer comes to us. We do this phase two stuff so that they get better and then they go back to their sport. But it's kind of like there's a... Um, there's a sense of belonging within that community. There's a sense of belonging within that gym. It's phenomenal. It's so strong. And people become a part of the team. Um, we we kind of do this as professionals. You know, it's kind of like this um, unwillingness to step out. We want to belong to a group. And, <clears throat> excuse me, even if the group are saying something that's kind of out there, 
we will defend that group rather than question the people within it. And and that's just kind of kind of human nature to a certain extent. It's like politics. <laughs> exactly. But going back to it, you mentioned exercise or exercise has been a tool. You wouldn't get like some sort of joiner or carpenter or something saying the saw is the best tool I've got. You know, I use the <laughs> saw for everything. I don't use anything else. I don't use a hammer. And it's kind of like that, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna use this uh, this pair of scissors for everything. I'm just gonna kind of like you know bang some nails into the wall. It's gonna do the job. Um, it's gonna kind of smash up the plastic handle, but it'll definitely do the job. And then after that, I'm going to go replace a tap with it because it can kind of be like a yeah. It's 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 like yeah. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. Maybe we just don't see it. Just like most of our clients that don't work in the fitness industry. Um, maybe they don't understand all of the kind of weirdness that's in within the industry. Maybe this is just everywhere. Maybe maybe we've got clients that are, you know, they're, they're barristers. And within that community, there's like, you know, I only use this piece of software and I only kind of will, you know, wear this tie in this way. I, I don't know what, what they do, but, you know, it's, it's, it's just this um, unwillingness to kind of think about this stuff. Unwillingness to kind of, you know, let's see what it is that we actually do. I think, you know, something big that I've took from, you know, Integra and from yourself is just like removing that emotional attachment and just, as you say, seeing everything for what it is, it's a tool and where can I best use this tool and who can I best use it for? Yeah, which didn't happen within the first two to four years of my career. So we, we got to get to a point. That's why the... The, the personal training certifications are really useful, you know, in terms of there's some sort of standard. because imagine coming into the Integra lab, you've just started in the industry and it's like, let's find all the axes and the muscles. You'd be just like, no chance. I won't lie. I was saying to James the other day when we first came on foundations in the first call, I came off it and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like a different way of learning when we like with Integra. It's just because we do the call and then again we go away and explore it rather than having you know say right do this read that but it's just more of just go off and like look into it but you give us a bit of guidance with it which is cool yeah so a little bit of a framework and the, and the stuff to read but it, but it is this 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 book going to this page would be good yeah there's there's uh by the time we get to this point in our careers we've we, you know if, if we can be willing to dive into like all the textbooks I'm seeing on all the books behind you there, there's, there's actually some really valuable information. Um, and even when we've read it, you know, if you go back two years later and reread it, you kind of, you're reviewing it with new eyes, new perspectives, and you're seeing it from a different light. So it's, it's that, how, how can we, you know, if this is something you're passionate about, how can we create an environment where actually it'd be really useful for us to kind of dive in every single day? That's that's kind of what goes through my mind with this. Yeah, I think it's like who you learn from as well. Um, like going back to the the personal training like certifications. I think when we was at, uh, the first time was at Integra, you showed us what was it ACSM or something, and it's always the glute med that's weak or tight or. <laughs> one of the biggest organizations in the world not the acsm but there's another yeah and yeah it's uh how, how how could we sell a product that goes all over the world 
uh, and makes it not easy, but relatively easy to pass. Um, where you just kind of like put together this, this, this is the thing that works for everyone. So anyone comes in from that client who's 25 to that client who's 205, you know, you do an assessment and their knees do this, it's, it's the glute medius. You know, if we can make it really simple, then everyone goes, I know the answer now. The nice if it was like that. not the answer. Say again? Nice if it was like that. It'd be really nice. If we had a, um, I don't even think they do them anymore, but there used to be like a hairs or a hens manual for building cars or kind of understanding how to fix cars. If we had one of them for the body, like, you know, it, it would give us the answer, but unfortunately we're just all too different. It's just like everyone hopes it's black and white. Like there's, there's, there's the answer straight away. It's that easy, but it just with it being the body, like you said, then it's just more than that. And it's so complicated and you get to learn that as you go along. So you go through these like PT courses, like you said, they are needed, but then there's so much more and it just gets really complex. And that's when it does get complicated. It, it does. But, but if we could figure out a way together to, to instead of it being here, here is the answer. We need to find the answer because at some point we've got to be able to help people. And if we're all just kind of swimming in a sea of like no answers, then we're, 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 again, we're failing. So if we could figure out a process, like here, here are six questions or here are five to six to seven questions. Once we get through those questions, then we've got the answer. Then it's kind of like a, you know, in my head, it's like this, this flow chart. You know, who, who is this client? Like what's their goal? You know, even just those two basic questions kind of rolls out, you know, or changes what types of exercises we should choose. Yeah, and it's that ongoing investigation thing that you, you talk about a lot. Like there's always something that we need to look at, and it's just a continued like investigation with the client. That's it. Let's let's figure out a list of potential options. You see this? It's definitely not just this one thing. It could be this, 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 and this. Then you go test it out. Then you figure out what it was. And, it, and it's, just, it's just an extra two steps. Take some time to kind of get into that process. But ultimately, our clients get better results. Our yeah. clients get what they want. And then we get what we want in terms of being able to help them and build our businesses. So in in short, say like there's a trainer that's come up to like me, Connor, or yourself, and says, "Oh, that's uh, you're overcomplicating everything. Why are you doing this? How would you like sell this to them? Just like in a really short sentence or conversation? Probably, like I said before, I'd be like, "Sweet, then then you don't have any questions, yeah. you know, and so and so and, and that's okay." And if you're really happy with what you're doing with your clients, that's okay. Like, I don't think our job is to change anyone's mind. No one, no one, no one comes to you with a, with a willingness to change their mind. If they're coming to you with questions, like I'm really curious, like James, you, you're doing this thing that looks like you're walking a dog. Like, why are you doing that? Then there might be like a little gap in their, in their brain. You've created a little knowledge gap. Yeah. And that little knowledge gap is for you to kind of go, well, because they couldn't get into this position and I wanted to challenge them here and they were being under-challenged where they're strong. So I actually wanted to get more of a challenge for this person. You know, that little, that's, that's the kind of the little buying off point. Yeah. Definitely. But if people are coming in and kind of saying, 
you're overcomplicating things. It's like, there's no point. <laughs> no, no. It's it's earlier, just like, anyway. let, let the results do the talking. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. That's probably quite yeah. a nice place to wrap up. I, I understand you're quite a busy man, Michael. We don't want to take up too much of your time. This, uh, you know, it's been about 45 minutes now, I think. So uh, time has flown by. Yes. 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 So um, it's probably good to wrap this up by telling people where they can actually find you, Michael, and where they can find out more about Integra. Uh, the website, integra-education.net. And you that's are on Instagram thing. as well, aren't you? We are on Instagram. That's like an intermittent thing where about once every six months, there's like a little flurry of things. We've just posted something there. That's integra.education. Um, but yeah, we've got, we've got more, things, more things coming on to that. Uh, Instagram page and that's pretty much the the two places that that, that that people will find us sweet thank you very much for coming on Michael we appreciate that yeah thanks my pleasure my pleasure thanks for having me on all good right guys cheers for listening <laughs>